0: Sue Meyer. Hello, and welcome to Homeopathy for Mommies. This is Sue Meyer. I thank you so much for joining me today. Today, we're going to actually talk about going back to school. For those mommies who are keeping their kids home and gearing up for a year at home, this is for you as well as those going off to school. And I know, like many homeschoolers, uh, we have some of us have co ops. And so very often we're sending our kids off with their little backpack or their lunch or, you know, their books or whatever for a few hours to do some co-op work somewhere else. Regardless, we're not always going to be with our kids. So we're going to kind of talk about things to do to build up the immune system at home before the actual school year starts here shortly. And for many, it's actually already started. But we're still a little ahead of the flu season. So we have time to to do all the things that may be needed to build up our immune systems before the cold weather hits. And so that's what we're going to kind of talk about today, and I'm going to try not to skip all over the board. I, I like to do that, as you know. <laughs> I'm sorry. I <laughs> Sometimes my thought process gets ahead of my my actual ability to say it out loud. So I had actually taken some notes here, and I was going to make these available on our website, homeopathyformommies.com, the gal that's running our helping with our website, actually running it. okay. <laughs> she's really sweet. But she's really helping to organize it so that things are easier to find. We're trying to put more reference material up. It takes a while though, to get these things in place. So just bear with us while we're working on this. And feel free to email with questions. She's actually spearheading some of the questions for me so that she can just refer people to different podcasts or you know information and because I, I do get kind of busy. And I, I don't mean to put people off, but she's really helping with that as well. So for the back-to-school program here, I need to stress the importance of immunizations, okay? Not the kind that the medical industry would like us to go in and get shots or oral immunizations. We do the prophylactic immunizations, especially for the flu every fall. Okay, I'll admit we haven't done it the last couple of years. And we did actually have a little bit of a flu situation last year. It lasted for a couple, three days. It wasn't really bad, but we were able to kick it out. But there is a protocol, and I've talked about it on the Immunization Fighting the Flu podcast. So feel free to go back and listen to that. I'm not going to bore you with all of that right now. I did manage to put some of that information in our notes that you can go on to Homeopathy for Mommies and look for the back-to-school note specials. But this podcast fighting the flu we had talked about prophylactically immunizing yourself and your family for the upcoming year of flu and it's something you start we usually start it around the first of september and we take a couple of remedies alternating throughout most of the flu season and i kid you not if you do that your family either will avoid the flu completely the influenza and i'm talking about the respiratory influenza or when you do get it you will readily get over it without it settling deep in the lungs or into pneumonia or something worse. So it's a couple of remedies. And like I said, we talk about it in Fighting the Flu. I do list it in my notes. And I do suggest that for everyone, young and old alike. And people say, well, how do I give it to my children, the small ones, the babies? And honestly, um, you can either dilute one or two pellets on a spoon Or in a bottle of water and give the infant a few, a drop or two, just on the lips or in the mouth. Or many babies, just even within a few weeks, can take a whole pellet and they just play with it in their mouth until it dissolves. So, you know, don't get bent out of shape. I know the young lady was asking me how I dilute remedies and I gave her specific directions and she says, oh, so it has to be, does it always have to be this amount of water? And I'm like, no. It can be any amount of water, but I just tell people specifically because they just can't comprehend a large amount versus a small amount, or it's just easier to give specific directions. But no, you can dissolve it in any amount of water, and it will do the trick. Hanuman taught that you cannot dilute a remedy so far that it won't have some effect. So your body's always going to be able to read that megahertz of the original tincture, so don't you know, worry about the exact amount of water. Just feel free to dilute it down and give it to the family. Okay, so we're moving on. Um, like I said, we tend to give the flu remedies prophylactically starting around the 1st of September. And again, Compton Burnett was the one who first recommended this particular recipe that I use. Like I say, you can find that in my book, Homeopathy for Mommies, or you can Go to our HomeopathyForMommies.com website and look for these notes. So, with those remedies, very often when you find these remedies, you're going to want to take good care of them. Remember that. It's just I'm just putting adding a note there. Take good care of them so you always have them. And as you move on, learning more about homeopathic remedies and the simplicity of like cures like, you're just going to get excited. You're going to get excited because it's so, once you learn about a particular plant or a mineral or animal tissue and the illness that that would cause if you took that raw plant or tissue matter, you're going to say, oh, I know know that remedy because if you have those symptoms, that's the remedy you're going to take to help alleviate those symptoms. Which brings us to, um, in 1925, I know all of you are familiar with the little boron remedies. That's the blue plastic blue um, with a twist cap. I rarely buy those are perfectly good remedies made from good tinctured tissues, but they come in plastic bottles, which only have like a 14 to 24 month shelf life because the plastic is porous and they will eventually not be any good. So I always buy my remedies in glass brown glass bottles. But the boron, they came up with a remedy in 1925, and it was called oscilococcinum, which was named after a virus that was the osculating virus. And so that's what many of us, if you go to any health food store or, you know, to buy your homeopathic remedies, you will see those vials of oscilococcinum. And if you take that remedy, when you first start getting flu-like symptoms, very often those symptoms will be kicked right out because your body recognizes that oscillating type virus and it'll heal itself very quickly. Usually if once the symptoms have set in and you start to get the respiratory distress or the nasal infection or whatever, then that type of remedy is not going to work because it's not early enough for your body to seep up its vital force against that particular disease to kick it out. So those are great remedies to have on hand, for those first symptoms, like I always take the and belladonna. I've always, I tell you guys this stuff <laughs> in past podcasts. Aconitin A and then B, and that tells the body you've been exposed, and now this virus is starting to take hold, and it'll help your body to kick it out. Again, that has to be done in the very first stages of that virus. Another good one to remember is Anas Barbera, which is made from the diseased liver of a duck, with the same type of virus that the Oscillococcinum is made from. It's an amazing remedy. The cold, you're starting to get a cold, starting to sneeze or cough. The nose is starting to drip. You take that remedy, bam, it's just going to be gone. The body says, ah, i got to fight this, and it, it will kick it right out. And so, you know, these types of remedies are amazing to have on hand. It's just, I can't even tell you how, when you first start using homeopathic remedies, you're, you're trying to, you're always you're trying to get your family cleaned up. Because until you get your family cleaned up, for those of you who are just starting to use homeopathic remedies, it it takes a while because your body is still in suppression mode. And remember, we've talked about this, until it's not in suppression mode, it can't begin to heal. So you have to get things cleaned up, and then you can heal so quickly from different stresses or illnesses. So just keep all of that in mind. Like cures like... And especially after you get the body clean, it just sky's the limit. You can actually be a healthy family. So we've been talking about the influenza, the respiratory influenza that that I like to have every family immunize themselves for during the colds and flu season. But there's one thing that's really difficult to immunize yourself from, and that is the gastric-type flu. That's where the, it's the fast-acting 12-hour flu or 24-hour flu that goes through and it causes vomiting and diarrhea and it's really difficult to protect yourself from that type of flu because it's transmitted so quickly and through sputum or nasal passages if somebody sneezes on you you've been exposed if you feel you've possibly been exposed to something like that arsenicum arsenicum will put your body unaware remember that You've been exposed to some toxin that it's not going to like. So very often that's just enough to do that. Once it's in the house, give everybody arsenicum, and, you know, start giving the clear liquids. And don't, you know, don't eat a lot of heavy foods, things like that. The chicken soup really stimulates a hormone that helps your body to heal itself. I'm talking about the good chicken soup, the roasted chicken and the bone broth, those types of foods that really do stimulate true healing because remember the first thing that happens when our body perceives a virus or illness or bacterial infection is it wants to shut down the digestive system And when it shuts down the digestive system then the healing cells can run to the site that needs to be healed we we'll, we'll, we could talk about that all day long but we're not going to so just eat light foods so that the body isn't being overtaxed with digesting grape juice organic grape juice and i like mineral water in the house during the flu season, I stock my cupboard with it. So if anybody gets sick or if everyone gets sick, we have plenty of organic grape juice and mineral water to make grape juice cocktails with. Grape juice is one of the best things that you can drink when you're ill because the mineral content is so perfect for the person who is ill and needing to recover. It's great. And the mineral water, I'm talking good mineral water, is oxygenated and it really helps to kill the bacteria in the body as well. So together, it's like a super drink. I know people say, can I use other juices? And I'm like, you know, really? That is the best drink I know of. I I just can't even think of another substitute when people are ill. So keep that sort of stuff on hand. And then also Ipecac, if they're just feeling nauseous, Potiphylam, if they're getting the diarrhea, vomiting when it's really violent, Veratrum, all of these remedies are in Homeopathy for Mommy's book, And you can learn how to use them. And there's really no replacement. You know, depending on the symptoms, that's the remedy you reach for. So I tell people, have them on hand. Dolcomera is when cool evenings, hot days, that type of flu tends to hit the family or tends to hit anyone. And it can cause stomach distress. Again, usually more the diarrhea and respiratory can actually come on together. And it's great for calves in the barn that are being born those cold evenings and then they end up with that respiratory and scours, it's a great remedy for that. And then of course if someone does succumb to that type of gastric flu, cinchona, also known as china, is great for the type of dehydration that can be caused from that gastric flu bug. So I just I just am so I know people sit call or email and they'll say what kit do you suggest I have on hand? And honestly, I suggest all of them because they come with directions on how to use them. There's little labels that really explain how they can be used, when to use them, how often to use them. And homeopathy for mommy's kit, the influenza kit, the world's disease kit, all of these are just so wonderful to have on hand when your family gets sick. And like I said, I've told you in the past... When I invested, my husband, I came home and I had spent like $1,200 <laughs> on these different kits. And my husband, he just looked at me and I said, Hey, listen, mister, if we're going to go this route, we need to have our arsenal in hand. And he didn't say anything further after that. But, you know, after 20 years of not going to the doctor, he is a believer. <laughs> so, you know, I talked to your spouse and just really start planning you know, yes, you can start picking up remedies here and there. Like I said, buy them in glass brown bottles. If it's a homeopathic remedy made from original tincture and hand-succussed, it's a good remedy. You don't even have to contact me. You can call the company, is this a good, good hand-succussed tincture-made remedy and find out and make sure it is and then start stocking your arsenal put things in alphabetical order so you can find them when you need them because I've seen mommies get their little bags out and dig and dig and dig kids half dead you know by the time they find the remedy Uh, okay that's not funny okay that was me once upon a time so I'm just stabbing at myself but now I'm very organized everything is very alphabetical and Easily accessible, as are most moms who've used homeopathic remedies for more than uh, six to eight months. <laughs> because once after you reach that twenty-five or thirty remedy mark, you start organizing them. Okay, so we're going to move on from the gastric flu because it will come through town. You will be exposed, and you need to be ready for it. So get the get the family immunized. And by the way, if you haven't done the thuyanet sulf yet, Compton Burnett's thuyanet sulf. It's on page 187 of the Homeopathy for Mommy's book. It tells you how to clean up the harmful effects of the vaccinations that you have possibly been exposed to in the past. So if you haven't done that, you should. Okay, that's a great first step to get cleaned up. Then start prophylactically taking care of your family. Yes, we do have the World's Disease Kit in the sense that you can prophylactically treat your family, immunize your family for any particular disease, and we will have a show on that in the very near future. I've gotten a lot of requests about that and we will be talking about that very shortly. So another thing not to underestimate is the stress that your family goes through this time of year. And it's not just the going back to school, homeschooled, or going off to school, but it's also the extra effort of finishing up the garden, the work, the canning, the freezing for the winter, or bringing in the crops if you live on a farm. All of this stress affects the entire family. And those kids who are going off to college, especially for the first time, don't kid yourself. They are so excited, but yet they are so scared. So do not discount the fact that they could possibly use a remedy, whether it be aconite for fear that I'm not going to be able to do this, or the fact they possibly could just be getting, you know, they just get homesick, miss their mom or their siblings, their dad. Just their way of life. so be ready with homeopathic remedies for that particular situation. I have had so many cases that when it comes right down to it throughout the case taking, what is there never well since? it started in college, and I'm not joking you. So oh, I loved college. Yes, sure, it was stressful, but I loved it. it was it was awesome. The point is is the body goes through stress. so, do not discount giving a homeopathic remedy there. And if anything comes up, and, and it's more than just a simple magma or capsicum or phosphorus that you can give your child, because you know their world has been upset. If anything comes up, eczema starts in, or you know the woman's cycle changes. Anything, find a homeopathic doctor to have their case taken. I get a lot of questions about what kind of homeopath am I, and I say I'm classical. Absolutely classical because, I, okay, I admit, I do give an occasional combination remedy, but only those that are perfectly tried and true and always work. Um, but And those are for only extreme acute cases. But I'm classical in the sense that I believe in giving one remedy at a time or one to three or four remedies intercurrently, meaning one and then the other and then the other and then the other. That's classical. But I have a way of case taking that is not necessarily classical in the sense like you sit down and figure out the rubrics and which one shows up the most often that's not what i do and i do case taking i listen to the language which i've been taught from the doctors in india and i work with a wonderful doctor who has been teaching me the fine tuning of that system and remember i told you guys I says i embraced that system because i well you all know i'm catholic and the story of saint benedict He taught his seminarians over 1,500 years ago. If you want to know a man, listen to him but for five minutes, and he will give away his heart. We can't help but tell our symptoms. I was listening to a woman the other day, and she has a rash. And she's in the course of discussing her rash, inevitably, she had to say, I'm under so much stress lately. So yes, even though she was exposed to some toxin or something, it's the stress that allowed her to break out in this rash. So we work with that, and we learn to work with that. So that's, I'm classical. I gave her one remedy. I told her, stay in touch. Let's see how things go here. But it was low potency. It's just the right remedy will always take care of that acute situation. Most often, it will always stop the progression even of a chronic disease. And then if the vitality is strong enough it will help that chronic disease to start backing off. The right remedy will always work. Okay? So once you learn these remedies, you just reach for that remedy, and it's going to work. I will admit that once in a while, when it's someone really close to you, it's really hard to see a bigger picture when it's something chronic. So acute's always easy. Bam, 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 bam. The language is there. You give the remedy. But when it's something chronic and it's been ongoing you start to get messed up in the whole situation yourself because it's someone you love and you're close to and you're used to their language so you're not really hearing those odd and peculiar words so find a good homeopath i'm not kidding i just it will take care of the situation and yes i tell people okay it's kind of expensive but you know what by the time i run to a doctor do the copay spend a day out of my time everything it's cheaper to find a good homeopath all right so I can't say enough about that. Don't let your college kids start getting ill. And that reminds me too of a situation of there was a young person not too long ago who had been exposed to a very bad person and I didn't really realize what had gone on, but I said to one of my friends I said, you know, I noticed that young person they're just, they have a chronic cough they're always running at the nose and now I notice they're starting to lose so much weight. And then the friend said to me that's the young person who was abused and I'm like oh my goodness I don't know the extent of the abuse I just knew that there something had gone on but the point is is that person their health is deteriorating at such a rapid pace that even I noticed it from a distance okay so watch closely if something comes up it doesn't even have to be a super bad thing that happens but to that person depending on how they perceive it What's going on in their world? You can look at it and say, oh my goodness, it's not a big deal. They'll get over it. And yes, chances are they will eventually get over it because the the that person builds strength and endurance as they grow older. But if we can help to alleviate that stress, that fear, that issue quickly, then let's do it. Okay, with an acute remedy, let them help just get rid of it. And then they can go on to continue strengthening with endurance and fortitude and all the other wonderful attributes that we hope to gain as we become adults. Okay, so back to the many of the children that get homesick and when they go off to school or even how many kids the teacher will call call, say, oh little Johnny has a tummy ache. Why do they get tummy aches? Because they miss mommy or they miss home or they just miss their routine or Who knows? The point is, is that child is homesick. Okay? So there's many homesick remedies. Like I said, magma is one of my favorites as far as I Remember, I keep it on hand for my grandkids. (laughs) Capsicum is another really good one for being homesick. And there's a variety of other homeopathic remedies that can be given depending on the child's symptoms. So, you know, just give the remedy and... Then they can go on and they can enjoy whatever event it is that they have to experience away from home. Many times they just miss their siblings um, and they, they don't really know how to interact with other children. So sometimes just phosphorus, a dose of phosphorus 30C is enough to help them move on. So in our Homeopathy for Mommy's book, we do have all these remedies with a kit and it helps to describe them in more detail. Colosynth is one of my favorite remedies for, well, it's anger with indignation. And colosynth is bitter cucumber, but that remedy is awesome when it comes to children who um, are having a hard time learning to share. For adults who are in a situation that is extremely trying to them, they can't be who they really need to be at that moment. They've got some anger going on. But obviously, it's not socially acceptable to express that anger, so they have to suppress it. And they know that. It's not a big deal, and they can't fix the world. But very often, they'll actually end up with a very bad tummy ache or vomiting. So just reach for that remedy, colosynth. because if there's no other symptoms besides bending double and either desiring to vomit or actual vomiting, colosynth very often will just take care of the situation. And cocculus, don't get these two mixed up. Colosynth is for suppressed anger with indignation. And cocculus is for caregivers. Very often, we caregivers will be up late at night when the children are sick, when spouses are off working. When we have to work, there's deadlines and things that have to be done. And when we're caring for those we love, we tend to give more than we should. And so very often, I'm throwing that in here because as teachers say extra hours planning doing things um worrying about your children um taking care of like i say taking care of the little ones and you're trying to juggle school and all these different activities going on people can get just worn out and so coculus is very often you'll have a dizziness going on so don't hesitate to reach for that remedy because it will just really help to bring balance back to the body and uh I know I think that remedy is one of the most underused remedies out there. How many times I've actually seen older people who have had to care for their their parents and they're older so that's it's not a natural thing for them to be up late at night or during the night caring for others. You know, young people, yeah, we're built for it, you know, not me anymore. <laughs> but young mommies are built for being up at night and taking care of those babies and they have more strength and endurance and vitality but as we grow older our vitality dwindles and we don't have that kind of stamina anymore so the middle aged to a little bit older are more prone to getting themselves worn out when they have to take care of especially the grandchildren or like I say the elderly parents and so reach for calculus, bring order back because even a lot of grandparents are actually helping to educate the children now in homeschools as well is and because it's it's not quite the same world it used to be. So once you begin using homeopathy, you'll find that you'll always want to carry a small emergency kit with you at all times. Okay. So mommies, you're gonna to want to carry something in your diaper bag, just don't leave it in the car to overheat, or your purse if you're not carrying a diaper bag currently. Again, don't leave it in the vehicle or let it get exposed to high temperatures. But I encourage all of you to make up a little first aid kit for your children as well. And they can throw that right in their backpack as well. And you have to explain to them that they can't leave that backpack where it's going to be exposed to super high temperatures, like in their brother or sister's vehicle, or on the bus if it's sitting out at a a game or a sports event, if if the windows are going to be closed, things like that. They need to learn to to care for their remedies, and just like they do for all their other lunch and, and other valuables. So everybody, I had one lady, she, she says, okay, Sue, what do you recommend I carry? And I actually, um, you know, I, I carry probably seven or eight remedies with me most of the time. Mine vary um, from time to time because I tend to give things away. <laughs> I t- always tell you not to do that, but I do do that because I want people to be able to experience the, the use of that remedy. So here, take this home. See how, see how you do on this. But what I would suggest for a little first aid kit for your children to put in their first aid, their backpack, would be a couple of Band-Aids, of course. Um, I even have these little tiny vials of lavender, you know. You got to be really careful because if they're not old, if they're young children, then that lavender can get spilt and it can contaminate the remedies. So you got to be really careful with that. I always double and triple wrap that, and it's only for you know like the first aid kits. But you can have a little have a little first aid stick that it's just awesome for wounds and scarring. But for homeopathic remedies, I like arnica. Arnica remember is for injury, hemorrhage, trauma, like too much exercise get bumped, bruised, or bleeding, or you have muscle straining, lifting, anything that causes injury to the body, you always want to take Arnica. I like it in a 30x potency, or a 30c, or a 6c. Any of the lower potencies is what I prefer. Hypericum for nerve pain. Like you smash your finger in the car door. How many kids have taken their siblings to school and then you find out later that day when, they, when everyone comes home in the evening that little Susie slammed her finger in the car door. <laughs> and you weren't there to help them. But if they have Hypericum on hand, that's perfect. Okay, They can take a dose of that. And I like to carry that in a 200. Because when it's an acute situation, I like a Hypericum 200. It just takes care of the pain almost instantly. I also like to carry Aconite and Belladonna. Aconite remember for exposure they've been caught in the rain or out in the cold or even in the heat, too much heat or they just they're afraid okay a situation comes up they think they're going to die they they witnessed something it's shocking i like to carry aconite and aconite you can carry in again you 30 C or even a 200 C is perfect for an an acute situation belladonna again I don't feel just right. Or the ears are red. Or they started to feel really, really giddy and feeling flushed or overtired. Very often, the next day, the virus will show up. So if they can take Belladonna right away, the ears will lose that flushed color. The cheeks will go back to normal. The eyes will lose their glossiness. Belladonna. And teach the kids when to take these remedies okay they see their brother or sister and they, hey you look kind of funny how are you feeling oh I feel good and they're extremely giddy that's a really good sign that something's coming on because that giddiness and then the next step is the lethargy so I also like to carry bryonia and bryonia is great for possible dehydration okay you've been out all day long you haven't been drinking water, you start to get that goofy headache, the whole top of the head starts hurting, and you just start to show symptoms of dehydration. If you don't take a dose of bryonia, your body has a hard time rehydrating and bringing its health back. So, and this is a great one too for kids who are in sports and they forget to drink or they got dehydrated. Um, cinchona if they actually were sweating too much but bryonia very often can be used in place of cinchona if it's because if it's a healthy body to begin with and they just didn't take in enough liquids so those are the main remedies that I like to carry in a little first aid kit and I encourage everyone you know make up those little kits and put them in everybody's backpack and like for instance my husband I was talking to him today and he's like oh I've got this goofy headache and I says, honey, oh, you didn't, he didn't. He doesn't have his kit with him. I says, remember last week when I told you I had that really weird headache? I am not joking you. I took a dose of Belladonna, and it was gone in 10 minutes. And I had had that headache all afternoon. So here's my poor husband off working in a different state, and he doesn't even have access to homeopathic remedies. So I just, I feel like the most, worst wife ever. I used to have... Every week I would check his suitcase to make sure he had his little kit because I, I actually have a really nice kit here with Band-Aids and first aid stick in there and and all the homeopathic remedies he could possibly use. I, But all of these things are wonderful to have on hand. And, you know, and your family will be so much healthier and you can avoid more severe illnesses and they can start healing if they sprain their ankle or like today I was running... <laughs> It's getting darker out now because fall is coming, and I always go for my walk about 5:30 in the morning. Well, it's dark now, (laughs) so I, of course, I know the, I know my track and I know the roads. So I was sprinting up this hill, and I thought, oh, I'm getting kind of tired. I started to slow down. I said, no, Sue, you can do it. So I kind of go to sprint again, and I hit a rock, um, or a chunk of loose cement or something. I don't even know what it was, but my I just landed right on it. My ankle rolled. Oh my goodness! So I'm sitting here with my foot up, actually, right now. I took some Phenicane for as an anti-inflammatory, and then I've been taking my other sprain injury type remedies. And I'm feeling better. But see, those types of situations, I have what I need on hand, and if you do, you can heal very quickly as well. That's another thing is I usually take a like a, a sample pack of phenacaine or even just take like four fennicane, I wrap them real tight in saran wrap, and I just put a little marker on them, a little tiny label, fennicane. And so you know you have a whole day's worth of fennicane there if you need it in your little first aid kit as well. I cannot stress enough how important it is to teach your children how to use these remedies and what they're for, because you're not always gonna be there. And yes, the labels kind of tell you what the remedies are for, but people come and say, well, I don't have that. They'll, they'll read little, the little FDA stipulation as to what the remedy supposed to be for. And they say, I don't have that. And I say, ma'am, I could write an entire book on just this remedy alone and all the wonderful things that you could cure with it if you had them. Obviously, you can't have every single symptom or you would die. <laughs> and they just look at me. Oh, It's so hard to explain this over and over and over again. But homeopathy works. If you have that symptom, it's the sensation you're looking for. And so... It it works. So anyway, even silly things, you know, like a tummy ache on the first day of school, it's a symptom of of anxiety. So don't just say, oh honey, you'll be okay. Which is fine when you don't know the correct remedy. (laughs) But when you do, you can give it and you can trigger the body into becoming calm again. There's just so much to helping your family be healthy and be happy. And then a couple of other things to think about is to make sure that your family's getting a good breakfast. Even if it's one of those stubborn kids who does not want to eat breakfast and they're a little bit older and you can't really run around spanking those kids, make sure they have a bulletproof coffee. I'm talking good organic coffee, organic butter, and organic coconut oil blended. They can even put a little bit of real cream in there. That's an awesome breakfast, and it will actually carry you through to lunch. But make sure they're getting that good breakfast, a good organic or range-fed egg, some Ezekiel toast, and real butter. Don't forget to make your kids eat real butter. I have access to some really good butter. It's not actually, you know, certified organic, but it's very good butter. I like to have the organic butter as well. But make sure it's a product you know what you're getting. I was telling, I was just talking to one of my kids the other day, and I was explaining that, okay, they're, they've been taking away protein. And I like you know what, if that's organic, there is so many chemicals in milk and milk products if it's not organic or at least states no hormone products these farmers actually sign a pledge that none of their cattle have these hormones because if you've ever been to a hormone injected dairy farm trust me it's not pretty you know they're giving these cows hormone shots every 10 days so that they will produce more than twice the amount of normal milk that is not what you want to be taking in and especially like even the way, um, you know, with Greek yogurt, people think, oh, yay, you know. <laughs> Just you want things in their natural form, and you want them to be as organic or naturally raised as possible. A couple of other things that I like to do is, of course, the spirulina is a complete B. It's one of the best green foods you can eat to nourish those adrenal glands. Vitamin C like ascorbic acid, the good stuff, the organic, the real vitamin C to boost the immune system. And it, every cell in the body needs vitamin C. I like to make sure everybody's getting their Lugol's iodine, three to four drops of that every day, and MSM, half a teaspoon to a whole teaspoon of MSM. That's really excellent for the overall morning regime, and it helps to beef up the cellular strength of the t- lung tissue, muscle tissue, It helps the body to assimilate protein, all of these things, and we're not getting them in our diets, okay? So you don't have to take this stuff every single day, but several days a week, make sure you're getting those types of nutrients. I've never, ever been one to push vitamins, but I am one to push nutrient-rich foods, and all of these are considered foods. Another thing to be aware of is frankincense resin, the actual resin. I sell it in my store, and people laugh at me, but if you have a tummy ache, you're, you're nauseous, pregnant women can chew on frankincense resin. It'll help to calm the stomach. Someone has any... I used to have severe heartburn when I was pregnant, and I, the last three babies, I was able to just take frankincense resin. I could just suck on it or I could swallow it. I kid you not, it would get rid of my heartburn. And it's also really good for the respiratory distress in the body. So you can the child can either chew on it or you can if they are able to swallow three or four of the little pellets, the little resin pellets with water, it's amazing. It sounds strange, but it's awesome to cleanse and strengthen the entire respiratory tract and the digestive tract. So many folks use essential oil, but I like to ingest the resin itself. It's very beneficial, and it goes right to that digestive issue immediately to help calm things down. Well, folks, I really don't know... What else I can say about getting ready for school <laughs> other than enjoy your family? Because I'll tell you what, they grow up so fast. You're just going to blink and they're going to be gone. And <laughs> the next thing you know, it's, you know, you're going to have regrets. Oh, I should have done this different. I should have done that different. And no, just enjoy them and do your best for them every day so that you don't have regrets and you enjoy each other. And that love just emanates. It just comes through from parent to child and child to parent and and there's that appreciation of i know you're doing this for me mom thank you and they might not always act like they appreciate it but let me tell you when the going gets tough those kids come through for you in the end and they're just i don't know Uh, to me that's just what makes a family the most precious gift god gave to mankind thank you so much and may god bless you and yours